Hey, good day. This is Brian P. Swift, a.k.a. The Quadfather. And this Positive Perspective podcast is brought to you by both the Quadfather book, which you can find on Amazon and other fine bookstores, and Quadfather, the YouTube channel, which we show a lot of videos to help people with disabilities continue to exercise and thrive and uh, build up their confidence. So thank you for both of those. Uh, in, in a reoccurring theme, I want to talk about confidence. Our last podcast was built around confidence. This one is how to build up your confidence. And uh, we've got some additional ways to build up your confidence. Today, I am broadcasting from outside. It's a beautiful day if you live in the Midwest and you get a 65 to 70 degree day and the sun's out. Man, you're outside enjoying it. So I figured, why not bring my podcast outside? Sun's out, light breeze. Living in the Midwest, we don't have many of these left. So you learn to appreciate them. And there's nothing better than being out here in the sun and sharing some inspiration. Uh, and as I said today, we're going to talk about how to build up your self-confidence. And one of the ways is to really visualize yourself and you and, and, and that doesn't mean pretend you're a superhero. And that doesn't mean pretend to be something so much that you're not. But, but visualize what you can be. All our shortcomings. And we all know that if we worked harder at this, we'd be better. If we worked harder at that, we'd, we'd be, uh, you know, uh, better in that way. So whether it be something in school, I knew I didn't give it 100%. And I knew I could turn my C's and B's into A's and B's if I worked harder. I could visualize myself as a much better student, as an athlete. There were years I worked extremely hard. And on, on years I might not have worked hard, I knew I could be a better athlete, and I visualized uh, myself seeing images that I was proud of, that in my mind, that images of what I wanted to be. But, you know, we do struggle with low self-esteem and low confidence. Um, we have so many things knocking us down. We have a poor perception of ourselves. It's often inaccurate, and sometimes it is accurate, and that's okay. You know, you, you have... Is, is my grandfather used to say it to call a spade a spade, and it is what it is. So, But uh, I, I would recommend practice visualizing a fantastic version of yourself. Practice visualizing seeing your goals. This is important. Not, and not just visualize it, put it down on paper. I'm not going to perseverate on goals um, or things like vision boards, but they're things I believe in. I believe in written goals. I believe in vision bo boards. I believe in even, you know, breaking your goals down to daily goals or, you know, da daily opportunities that you want to get accomplished. So those are, that's one thing you can do to help yourself if you're not doing that already. Another thing is affirmations. Uh, I, I, I do talk to myself. Um, especially when I'm frustrated and didn't do something the way I thought I should. I'll always say, come on, sweet. Uh, you're better than that, or you can get this done. But affirmations are powerful, powerful tools, and 
they can help install that desired belief about yourself. Uh, we tend to believe in that. In, and, and have an inaccurate vision sometimes of a low self-image of ourself. And, you know, part of the trick is understanding that that's just a moment in time. That low vision, that inaccurate vision, might be true at that moment, but it is truly a moment in time. And that doesn't have to last forever. And that is a choice in your hands. So, you know, these affirmations, affirmations, pardon me, that are positive and uplifting statements um, really make a difference when you're saying to yourself. Uh, they're, believe it or not, they're more effective when you say them out loud so that you can hear it. And we do tend to believe what we tell ourselves. Uh, whether that be at something we're practicing on, whether it be our physical appearance, appearance um, what you see in the mirror, um, I, I look many times in the mirror and not like what I've seen, whether it be I put on some weight, whether it be, gee, I need to shave and get a haircut, um, but getting to your brain to accept this positive statement, um, saying it out loud, that'll, that'll definitely happen quicker. So, you know, those are things we need to do. Um, and, and the more we make them, the more you're going to build this positive perception, this confidence. Uh, our, our brains are biologically wired to seek answers to questions. And we do tend to, whether it be not just subconsciously, but consciously, believe certain things. And, and again, those things that we tell ourselves, those things we say in our mind's eye, those things we say when, when we're private, and let's be honest, they're usually not great things. I mean, I don't know too many people who walk around, uh, you know, telling themselves how awesome they are. Uh, I'm sure it does happen, but again, it's okay to recognize and compliment yourself on those things that you overcome and those things, those great points you get to and those little victories. Um, we need to do more of that than, than just beat ourselves up. And we, I, I believe we beat ourselves up too often. Sometimes it is deserved. And when it's deserved, again, I think you need to call yourself out. So th th that is another thing you can do, those affirmations. What goes uh, along with the first two are, are do things that scary every day. Um, I guess if, if, if you're insecure about certain things and you tend to overestimate, whether it be the competition or underestimate yourself, maybe you're better than you think and you just haven't recognized it because you haven't challenged yourself than you think because you're afraid of something that scares you. So I recommend doing something that scares you every day, something that challenges you, push yourself, set stretch goals, something that, that really makes you take yourself to another level. And I know I quote him a lot, but yes, I am a believer in sometimes you win, sometimes you learn. So the best way to, to learn is, uh, is to want to succeed, but 
Believe it or not, you learn more from failing than you do winning. So a good way to gain confidence every day is to do something that pushes yourself. Learn to soar, get out of your comfort zone, face your fears. So that would be something else I, I highly, highly, highly recommend. Um, I talked about this a little bit earlier, but question your inner critic. We're all great at criticizing ourselves. We're all great at being listening to our subconscious, listening to those things, even that our friends joke about, maybe our family talks about. Um, try approving of yourself. And again, that doesn't mean you have to make up this false identity. But you know what? If, if you're not giving some, something 100%, call yourself out. But understand that you can be better. You know, you are this way, but I'm going to do things to get better because I know I'm better than that. Some of the harshest comments we get come from ourselves via that inner voice we have. So if you're struggling, whether that be with low self-confidence, low esteem, there's a possibility that that inner critic has become overactive or too loud in your head. So you really need to kind of get a hold of that inner critic and talk to him and start to give yourself more positive affirmations and then even question it. You know, I say this to myself, but is that really accurate? It might be accurate at this moment, but again, maybe it's just a moment in time. Maybe that failure just has been because you haven't pushed yourself. Well, now you have an opportunity to push yourself. Find opportunities to congratulate yourself. Find opportunities to compliment yourself. Find opportunities to reward yourself, even at the smallest success. And remember, great quote by Mark Twain, said, a man cannot be comfortable without his own approval. So at some point, you've got to be able to stand there and say, man, I gave it my all. I gave it my best. Um, whether the outcome is the win or the lose, sometimes you, you have to uh, talk, wor worry less about the results and think about the effort you put in because it might be the hardest ever worked, the most work you've put into something. So uh, think about things that way. And remember, nobody can make you feel inferior without your consent. I've always said this. I preach this, that this is kind of one of those sticks and stones may break your bones, old adages, but names will never hurt me. And it doesn't really matter what people say to some degree if you don't accept it, if you don't buy it, if, if you don't buy into it, then your inner voice won't buy into it won't accept it so you have to take this maybe try to take this challenge yourself for a week that that you're not going to say anything negative about yourself or about anybody else and just take a positive stance on life moving forward i think that's important that inner voice that subconscious that man we beat ourselves so much. you know we compare ourselves too many people. I'm not as good as him. I don't have as much as him. So we have to stop comparing ourselves maybe 
and that might help us get a better perspective on who we are and maybe help us create a better game plan. So another thing is, uh, you know, I say, you know, get out of your comfort level and do things that's scary, but you also have to find ways to celebrate good little wins, you know, to establish really true self-confidence. We want we really need to concentrate on our own successes and forget about the failures and the negativity in our lives. So too many people get discouraged about their abilities because they set themselves up to fail. They set maybe their goals are extremely too high or too difficult or their expectations of when they should accomplish this are too soon. It, you didn't get where you're at overnight. You're not going to get to where you want to go overnight. Build on little successes. Create this stream of success that makes you feel good about yourself. And then move to a harder goal. And maybe even keep a list of your achievements, both large and small, to remind yourself what you have achieved, what you have done, what you have done well, what you have overcome. We can't forget about that. Instead of, which we're guilty, and I am guilty of this, and I fight it, instead of focusing on to-do lists, well, we, maybe we need to spend more time reflecting on I did it lists. Reflect on Mayo Milestone projects, the goals you've achieved, the great things that you've done to help reinforce your confidence. The next thing I would talk about, which kind of goes is similar to gratitude, but does make you feel good, is by helping others. Help someone else. It's a lot of times it, it, it enables us to forget about ourselves and the, to just feel grateful for what we have. It's a great way to make a difference in somebody else's life. And as rough and as tough as you think you have it, I guarantee there's somebody who has it worse. Grass isn't always greener. It appear greener for a while, but trust me, it's not always greener. It, it The grass is greener where you water it. So instead of focusing on your own weaknesses, volunteer to mentor. Volunteer to... To, to help in some way, uh, assist, teach, do something, and trust me, it's an amazing feeling that, that you get along this process of building, building yourself up, because you're building others up. And when you build others up, it's really difficult to be down and negative on yourself. So... Helping others is a great way to start or add that into what you're doing because maybe too many people look at it as, well, it's time away from me working out. It's time away from me relaxing. It's time away from, I mean, we could go on forever, right? But what you get in return, you get no other way. There's no other way of getting that feeling than to volunteer, to assist, to help, to mentor, it does your self-confidence a world of good. Another word, and, and, and I, I've never heard this word back 20 years ago. Never heard my parents talk about it. So maybe it's a generational thing, which is kind of funny because I don't know anybody who's worked harder than my 
grandparents or my parents, but self-care. And being a C5, C6 quad, for many years, I've been blessed to be able to just go, 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 go. Even if I was uh, running a fever with a urinary tract infection or, you know, my, my hands were, you know, throbbing and sore and, and swolled up from pushing my wheelchair and exercising and, and whatnot, uh, I was just able to go and go and go. And I don't, I don't know, I know it's not a new term, but you hear it way more often now about self-care. And I know most people believe self-care is never a selfish act, and I get that because I have needed a lot of help as a quadriplegic. I have needed assistance in so many things in my life, and I know I couldn't have gotten where I'm at without it. And I guess I worry more about self-care for those that are, have helped me um, initially, my mom, you know, I didn't want to see her burn out. I didn't want to see her hurt when I got hurt at the age of 17 and she was my primary caregiver. So I took it upon myself to try to do more, to put less stress on her, try to get others to help and create more of a, a system, whether that be other family, whether that be friends to help. But self-care is really good stewardship of a gift that you have, which is the ability to help others and the ability to help yourself. So self-confidence also, it sure helps when you're in good physical health, good emotional health, good social health, good spiritual health. All those things are things that just don't happen by accident. They need to be worked on, whether that's spiritual help and, and making sure that you are exercising and doing what you need to to keep your faith strong, whether that is emotional health, which may mean, you know, the keeping balanced exercise and downtime. But self-care is important, especially for those who are caregivers, for those that have crazy busy schedules, which everybody does these days. But for those people that are disabled, I know tons of paraplegics, tons of quadriplegics, tons of amputees, and they go like everybody else. I was blessed to go that way, work every day, get in my van, and go and live a relatively normal life. My schedule for 25 years was I got up at 5 o'clock in the morning. My wife helped get me dressed into a suit and tie. I left the house at 6 in the morning. I got to work about, depending what office I was at, quarter to seven to seven o'clock. My day started usually at eight, but I like to get in early to get work done, to get settled, to prepare, just to leave time in case something came up. I worked till five, five thirty, six some days. Came home, 
changed in the van, took my suit off, my shirt, my tie, put on a t-shirt, and I went and I coached athletics, both football and basketball at different times. I did that for 22 years. So I was running. I'd get home at 7.30, 8 o'clock, have dinner, do what I needed to do, and then um, prepare for the next day. And, and trust me, it's easier to run this way, no doubt, when you have good health, both emotional health, physical health, social health, and spiritual health. So try to balance that out. It is difficult to balance. It gets out of balance really quick. But find the time to cultivate great exercise, uh, good eating, good sleeping, time to work your the other areas of your life that create a good balance. So find time to do that because it is important. Uh, as my dad used to say, though, it's easy to smile when everything's going well, right? Totally agree. When everything's going well, it's easy to smile. It's easy to be happy. It's easy to feel like a world beater. But the key is doing this when you don't feel 100%. When maybe things aren't going your way. It is difficult to feel successful, to act successful, to feel emotionally strong, spiritually strong, physically strong when you're battling other things. But that is where you build character. Doing it when it's tough is when you build grit. Grit's an awesome subject. I'm in the middle of writing a book about grit. I believe it's missing in today's society with most people. I believe it was something that you just had years ago. It wasn't an option. And along with all those other things we're juggling, the emotional health, the physical health, the spiritual health, you know, I talked about, you know, looking in the mirror and, you know, realizing, oh, I need a haircut. But you know what? When I used to put on a shirt and tie, I felt like a world beater. I felt successful. Dress the way you want to feel. And if you've heard the saying that clothes make the man, I don't think they make the man, but they do leave a perception, a perception on your own. I'm not talking about impressing other people. I'm talking about you look in the mirror and you see that and you realize that you have to live up to a certain standard. You want to. That when you walk out of the house that way, you know, you're, you're in control. So something that, you know, it's easy to get away from is that dressing for success. But, man, I'm telling you, the man does make the clothes, but the clothes way to start to build that inner confidence so I uh, I would recommend making sure that you do dress for success so that would be another one another one is that you know create boundaries you know it, it's hard to do all these things sometimes when we have a lot of people coming at us so you do need your time you need to say time out you do need to learn how to say no Never allow yourself to be made a victim. I know a lot of people in wheelchairs that talk about, you know, being disrespected. And I will have to say, after 40 years, I, I have rarely been disrespected. Um, when I roll in a room, I'm a confident man. I look confident. I feel confident. 
I definitely talk confident. And I don't think I've ever felt bullied into silence, even in a corporate environment, even in a, a, a room full of people that w were probably way more intelligent. And people think because they're able-bodied, they got to step up maybe on you. And I love when they think that way because that's their first mistake. But I've never accepted no one else's definition of my life. I've defined myself. I've not let statistics define me. I don't let one person define me. It's my job to teach others to respect my values. And it's your job to take control of that also. Also, don't worry about being anybody else. Be yourself. You are deserving of being the best. You do deserve the best. You've got to work for it. You've got to sacrifice. sacrifice. You, you, little blood, sweat, and tears. You've got to continue to make these mental shifts that will make you see and understand these improvements that build self-confidence and self-esteem. You can do it. I appreciate your time. Again, this is Brian P. Swift, a.k.a. The Quad Father, broadcasting from outdoors. So you might get a little background noise, maybe an airplane going by, but what a great place to be uh, in mid-October to be able to sit outside with the sun shining. Uh, God bless everybody. And you guys have a absolutely fantastic day. Share, listen, and uh, go be confident.